0: You're listening to the Joyous Journeys in Life and Business podcast, episode number 45. This week, I'm celebrating my solid memberships, First birthday. It's hard to believe that a year has flown by so quick, but this episode, I really want to talk to you about what I've learned in the past year about online memberships, and hopefully you'll be able to take something away from that, as well as a very special offer that I'm running at the moment, and that is buy five months of Solid and get your six month absolutely free. I'll be running this promotion through to the 30th of September Friday evening at 9pm. So make sure you jump on it as quickly as you can. And I hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Joyous Journeys in Life and Business podcast. I'm your host, Sharon Joy, and on this show, we talk about inspirational journeys in life and entrepreneurship. Through soulful conversations with inspiring guests, you're sure to get clear, get organized, get enlightened, and get moving on your dream business with the perfect blend of strategy and alchemy. to the Joyous Journeys in Life and Business podcast. I'm your host, Sharon Joy, and I'm really excited for this episode because this week, Like I was saying, I am celebrating 12 months of my SOLID membership. And I'm really excited to share with you some of the things that I've learned in the past year about online memberships, because I'm sure that you've heard a whole lot of hype about launch a membership, launch a membership, and I've seen a whole lot of people do it. And I've seen a whole lot of people not stick with it for much longer than three to six months. And I think that there's a lot of reasons for that. Um, I just wanna say that launching my SOLID membership is without a doubt one of the best things I have ever done uh ever in my entire career. It is the one thing in my business that just it just takes the cake for me. It really does. I love working with with clients one-to-one. But you know I'm naturally a teacher and so when I get to teach and guide and facilitate and coach a room full of people, um, it really is where I do some of my best work. And so I really feel like it's my, I want to say it's my natural state. Um, but I definitely have just enjoyed the past 12 months so much, um, and, you know, but I've learned some things along the way. Um, it definitely hasn't been all Skittles and rainbows. And so I want to share with you what I have learned, the pros, the cons, and everything in between, and um, and really just take this opportunity to celebrate the heck out of uh, reaching this pretty significant milestone because, as I've said, I, I have seen a lot of memberships You know, a lot of memberships fail. Uh, They just haven't gone the distance. And I think a lot of the times that's because they hadn't really been thought out for very long or very carefully. You know, it was something sort of like a flash in the pan. They'll hear somebody, a business coach, talking about you know um, the recurring revenue, and and I think that there's there's a lure there. You know, it's definitely very lucrative um, in terms of appeal. Um, It's luring, Uh, and so people think, you know, what a great opportunity. You know, all that recurring revenue is going to be coming into my business, Um, and look. You know, there is recurring revenue and it is it is wonderful to have, um, but there's a lot of other pros and cons to take into consideration. So a little bit of background for you. I really started considering an online membership probably around about the middle of 2020. And at the time I had clients asking me about having, you know, some sort of a membership uh, for themselves, for their own businesses. And, you know, a lot of them, I was like, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of intensity to hold. Some went on to to launch those memberships and some lasted, some didn't. Um, But, you know, I think I took a long time to create the solid Container. So as I say, it was about mid-2020 when I was really seriously considering a membership. And I wasn't entirely sure at that point in time, What it was going to be. Um, I had some idea, but I didn't have the clarity that I needed for it to stick. And by that I mean, I think if I'd have rushed in earlier than what I did, what I would have ended up with was an ever evolving container that was probably changing so quick that people might have been a little bit confused about what it was even about when they came into it. But I'm really proud to say that by just you know, holding my ground and taking my time to consider all of the key pieces that what I ended up with is really something quite extraordinary. So, you know, I it was, it was well over 12 months that I considered what, you know, what the membership was going to be all about. And then by the middle of last year, it was very, very clear. So probably in about June last year, I was away um, on one of Anne Henderson's retreats on the Gold Coast and I you know, that was a great opportunity for me to go away on that retreat and step out of my business and really, um, you know, from working in it and actually take some time to work on it. And I, around about that time, I was really ruminating on what I wanted in and what I wanted out. So all of the things I wanted as inclusions, as part of the culture, and also getting clear on what I didn't want. And that I think that that's a really important thing when you're working on a membership is working out, you know, all of the pieces that you do want and all of the pieces that you don't want, because there's something very, well... I mean, it's important. You've got to be clear on also what you don't want as well as what you do want. And when you know that, you're more likely to get a container that is far more refined. So I got really clear about what I wanted and then I rolled into the launch of Clarity, my Clarity program. And that ran between the end of July through till September. And it was very clear by then I had planned to launch the membership off the back of that container because I anticipated that those people who were in that particular program would want an opportunity to continue working with me. And so that was what was going to be offered off the back of that. And I was hoping that those people would essentially become my founders and that's exactly what did happen i had um 11 people i think i'm pretty sure 11 people go through that original clarity program and of the 11 people 10 of them joined my membership as founding members. Um so I felt that that was a pretty awesome um matriculation rate for people to continue on and um and those people are just just like gold to me. They they're so so special um because they really helped me develop the culture inside the membership. I'm going to talk about that a little bit more shortly. So um so basically, you know, by the By the middle of last year, I was getting really clear on what I wanted, what was in, what was out. And then I ran the Clarity program and then off the back of that, launched the membership. But it was really the opportunity just to take the time and get super clear. So here's some of the things that I have found about about online memberships in the past 12 months that I would love you just to ruminate on. Some of this may apply to your business. Some of it may not, but I hope you get some value out of some of the things that I've learned and my learning experiences along the way, because I think there's a lot to be said about what's talked about online, about online memberships, but probably more importantly, what's not talked about. Uh, So, you know, you hear a lot about, oh yeah, recurring revenue, recurring revenue, you know, fire that up. And recurring revenues is, is amazing. Of course it is. But there's a whole lot of other stuff that, you know, is time consuming and a lot of extra effort. And right from the beginning, you know, what can happen from the very beginning is you can feel like you're working a lot harder for less money than what seems fair. So, you know, my my number one thing, and I think I knew this before I launched the membership, which is why I took my time, you know, and it's why I encourage other people to take their time because the intensity that's required to hold you know, to really hold that for your members, it because it requires such intensity, it's just so important to get it super clear. So I'd done that and um and it definitely came came to pay me in bunches. But in doing that also, it's really important to note that when you first start, you will be working very hard and not necessarily making the revenue that is seems to be remunerating you for the amount of time that you're putting in. So all of those startup things, whether it's, you know, setting up your learning management system, whether it's setting up, you know, emails, scheduling emails, whether it's answering questions in the Facebook group, whether it is just getting everything set up. Things like your welcome book, your welcome guide, um, you know, those introductions, how you're going to onboard people, what happens when they join, um, you know, how do you guide them to the next thing? That can take quite a long time and requires a lot of effort. So you will be feeling for some time that you're working harder for less money. um, And then eventually things really do start to change. So I noticed a change, I'm going to say probably in the middle of this year um, where there was a flurry of new members into the membership um, and that was, you know, three quarters of, of a year in, um, which was awesome. Absolutely really exciting to see, you know, that new flood of members coming in. And when I got to that point, uh, definitely it it does feel now like things are a lot easier and in fact sometimes it feels so easy that it it just feels not like wrong but i feel like it's it's too easy to make money that way and of course i know that it's not there's there's incredible value in the container and that part of that is is that i've built that up over the last 12 months so in that program there's over 24 trainings um that's you know that's one training from me every month and one training from a guest trainer every month. And that's, you know, that's been accumulating over time. So, you know, even though it doesn't feel like I'm putting in the same amount of work that I was doing earlier on, there's definitely, there's actually an increase in value Um, for the client which feels awesome from my point of view Um, it also means that you know I'm really confident about the price point of my membership Um, one of the things I have it's been an eye-opener is you know having other business coaches say to me wait what your your business membership is that price and hand on heart I am really happy to say yeah it is And, you know, people get a a real surprise for that because I think uh, a lot of the memberships that have the number of inclusions that my membership has um, are usually at least double the price per month. Um, And so I'm really proud of that. You know, uh, I, I feel as though my membership is, you know, and I'll get to this a little bit more shortly. The thing about the membership is it's not designed to replace one-to-one coaching and I think that that's really important to remember and part of the reason that I'm doing the membership is because I want to be able to serve as many people as I possibly can in that container at an affordable price for those clients. So, part of my me- my mission there is really around impact, and I know that eventually, you know, that tables will turn and the income is going to grow as that membership grows. But the program is not designed to replace one-to-one coaching. That's not the intention. And I'll talk a bit more about that shortly. So, um, you know, I've mentioned about founders and how important it is to get the right people in the program at the beginning. I think, you know, getting people who are the right fit for the container when you first launch it is paramount to the longevity and success of the membership because they just become the most important people in getting that container just right they ask the right questions that guides you towards the right coaching and the right answers and the right resources. So it's really important to be very clear at the beginning who it's for and be as specific as you possibly can on that. I know that that has absolutely afforded me growth, um, but it's also afforded me something that's so potent that it couldn't have been as potent as it is if I hadn't have had the right people in there. And of course, the culture, that culture of collaboration, support, um, you know, warmth that comes through because of the people who set the tone right from the very beginning. So, you know, make sure that if you are launching a membership, that you really work hard in calling in founders who are your people and who you know are going to help you grow that membership. Regarding um, whether live launching or doors remaining open and just sort of running promos on a regular basis, like which is better, I get asked this question a lot. And for me, the jury is still out. So I've done both. When And I will say this. If you are launching a membership, I really encourage you, just this ties in with my point on founders, I really encourage you to launch the membership and then close the doors for a period of at least six months. So that's what I did after I launched. And, you know, that really gave the founders and myself the opportunity to get super duper clear on the all the moving parts to the container, all the moving parts. So I really encourage you to do a live launching model if you are just launching the container. If, um, you know, if you're not sure whether live launching is for you or not, then you can totally go with like an evergreen, always doors open policy. So what I did is uh, in September last year, this this week last year, um, the the membership was launched and we opened, you know, we started the program on the 1st of October. Now that the doors closed on the 1st of October and they didn't reopen for six months. I definitely don't regret that. In fact, I highly recommend it from April. The doors opened and they stayed open. Now, like I said, the jury's out on this for me. Certainly, I've found it really affirming to be able to help people who need the help at any time and can come into the container. So for that reason alone, I love having the doors open because I don't have to turn anybody away. So that has, you know, that has felt good. Um, I feel as though having to turn people away just kind of feels a bit wrong Um, and so, you know, or even to say to them, you know, come back in a little while. Um, and look, I know that there's a whole lot of strategies and things that I could be running around behind this, but I really just wanted to help people when they wanted to come in. And so I've felt very conflicted on that. Um, but, and here's the but in leaving the doors open, I think that there's definitely a some level of apathy in terms of you know there's no urgency to to join the program and when people know that the program is open at all times it it really is a case of well why now you know what's the rush and so that has been something that's played out a number of times um and as I say the jury is very much out I do feel as though there's going to be a time in the future, probably next year, where I will run a big launch and then I will close the doors and the doors will stay closed um, and it'll, they'll probably only open, you know, a couple of times a year. And so that will probably be something that I revert to next year. Um, the other reason, one of the disadvantages of the doors staying open all the time Is the onboarding all the time can be administratively a bit of a headache. And actually, I'm gonna say that's probably the biggest con um, around having the doors open all the time is the admin work in onboarding people at all different times versus, you know, a big cohort of people come in. They're all onboarded together and away we go. So I have monthly onboarding welcome calls, um, but, you know, things like sending welcome gifts, um, you know, making sure that I'm tracking who's coming in and, you know, whose membership is about to expire has been, well it's been a bit of a shit show to be honest. Um, it's not something that I've done overly well and, you know, it's not something that I can honestly say that I'm I'm proud of. Um, but, you know, it's, it's definitely something I'm aware of and it's something that I'm, you know, working towards fixing. And one of the ways I'm thinking I'm going to need to fix it is to return to like a live launch situation. Now, live launching, there's pros and cons for that. Um, and probably one of the big ones is, you know, in the world at the moment, you know, it, there can be a whole range of things happen, which can can disrupt a launch, um, you know, economic factors can make things hard. And then, you know, things can change really quickly. And perhaps those numbers were really low. Um, but, you know, in a few weeks time, things might change, and then you're not accepting enrollments. So yeah, as I say, jury is still out for me there, but definitely a lot to consider. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with changing it as you go um, from one year to the next. I don't think it's a problem as long as it's really well communicated to your audience. So um, I want to talk about, you know, income in memberships. Now, you know, I think Again, this is something that we hear on the internet all the time about, you know, launch a membership, you know, recurring revenue. I just want to say that memberships aren't the be all and end all of income for most people when they first launch. It's very much a long game. So the income for my membership has not yet overtaken my one-to-one coaching services in fact, it's about half. I just looked at my numbers for the last 12 months and at the time of recording this, I'm only a few days out from the actual first birthday. So I've, I've got kept it pretty tight. Um, but, you know, looking back over the last 12 months from the very beginning of September 2021 to the end of September 2022, um, I've got basically half of my revenue in terms of coaching is my membership compared to my one-to-one coaching services. So it's going to take some time for that to grow. And, you know, I hope that over time it does continue to grow. There's um, there's quite a number of people who are due to offboard in the program. And, you know, I think that there will be some people who do move on. Um, that's a sign that, you know, that the work there is done. And I've done what I said I would, and that is to get solid in their led business. So they've got that and they can continue on, which is awesome. But, you know, don't go into a membership thinking that the recurring revenue is going to be setting the world on fire, particularly if it's, you know, one or $200 or even less every month per person, um, because it's just not. It takes it, you know, you need a lot more volume and in terms of clients to be able to make the kind of revenue that you could be making from one-to-one services. Now, that's not to say that it, it doesn't work. It does. And I absolutely recommend memberships, hands down. However, um, it's important just to note that it's going to take some time. It's very much a long game. Um, so thinking about um, solid compared to some of the other types of business memberships that I've been in over the years, one of the things that I really think has solid stand out from the crowd is that it's very niched. And I'm gonna say that having been in a lot of other memberships, that I really think that that is something pretty freaking sweet. And the reason is, is what I see play out in SOLID compared to other places on the internet that I've been is the ability for the members to support one another because they're, you know, they're sharing a lot of the same experiences. Often they work with similar sorts of clients. They have similar services. They, they create similar resources. There's this beautiful opportunity for people to collaborate and have, you know, and have partnerships and, you know, in my experience when I've been in memberships where it's very diverse, there's different types of businesses, sometimes products, sometimes service then we can of course we can always learn from other people, of course. But if it comes down to the opportunity to really collaborate with those people, then it and share audiences, it's a little bit harder. It's a bit more like finding a needle in a haystack. Whereas when you come into Solid, it's such a niched membership that you know that there's going to be somebody in there who you can align with. So To give you an example, you know, I've got a lot of people who are in the matrescent space, so the motherhood space, um, you know, coaching mums, life coaching, that kind of space. I've got mums who are working in, you know, um, counselling. All right, so social working. Uh, We also have former educators or current educators who are working in consultancy roles, um, consulting towards, you know, to schools and early childhood centres and things. So you can see that there's a lot of benefits from, you know, keeping that niche fairly tight. It's definitely one of the things that I'm really proud of because I know that the value of my program is really amplified in terms of, you know, growing their own personal network in order to grow their own net worth, uh, which is something that I say a lot um, because I truly believe it and I embody it, you know, growing my network um, with, you know, no intention, no agenda Just growing my network and meeting people and finding out, you know, who's doing what and how we might be able to work together has definitely been one of the key ways that I've grown my business. And I know I've said it to people on the podcast this year, but I don't think that there's a better way right now to grow your business than through collaborations and partnerships. And they're a lot harder to come by. In memberships that are not niched. So the niche that I cover is coaches, healers, and soulful consultants. And as I say, that they're usually people who work in the motherhood, social work, counselling, education space. Um, but definitely, you know, when we all come together, there are some clear groups that we can sort of pair off, buddy off, if you like, and go into these little think tanks around, you know, these specific areas within the niche. So I really, really recommend that, you know, having a niched membership, and I don't think that this is any different, you know, I'm, this doesn't have to just be for a business coaching membership, I'm even talking about any membership, you know, one of my clients has got a, um, a health and fitness membership for women in her 50s and you know it's very very specific it's targeted to a certain small group of people and that just means that the value and the experience for those clients is amplified because there are other people there who have common situations there are you know shared stories And that ability to collaborate together and support one another. Another one of the things that I've really seen over the time of having my membership is that a membership isn't right for all clients. It's not suitable for every client that you have or you ever will have. And I think, again, that comes back to really knowing and understanding the transformational promise of your program and who it's for. And even, you know, even if you do have all of that, there there will still be clients who it's not suitable for. And I think that is often because, you know, there's lots of different types of personalities in the world. Um, you know, some people who particularly are more introverted find it quite intimidating being in that bigger group and they might want some more personalized service. So, you know, it's important to still provide an option for working with you one-to-one. And this brings me to my last point is to say that a membership is definitely not a replacement for offering your one-to-one services, especially not in the early part anyway. Um, When your membership is going extraordinarily well and, you know, there's recurring revenue out the wazoo, um, then, you know, I'm going to, I'm waiting for that day. I don't know whether it'll come, but I'm definitely planning on working towards it. Um, But, you know, I don't think it'll ever be a replacement for my one-to-one services. It's a different experience working with clients one-to-one. And like I said, not everybody who wants or needs what you have to offer is suited to going into a membership. There are people who would much prefer uh, to work with you one-to-one, but also it might be their learning style. It might be, um, you know, their neurodivergence, whatever it may be, it just might not always be the right place for them. Um, Some people definitely need a higher level of one-to-one support. um, And some people like it, you know, I've got one particular um, one-to-one client who just loves being supported one-to-one. And and so that is her preferred option. And we've been working one-to-one, together all year um, and she's been getting amazing results working one-to-one but still also in the membership. And of course that's something that you can still do. If you're launching a one-to-one membership, you can always offer that as an extra to anybody that you're working one-to-one with. That's something I always do. And it's it's why would I why wouldn't I? If somebody is paying the premium price to work with me one-to-one, then of course I'm going to give them access to all of my resource library. That is my SOLID membership, even if it's not on an ongoing basis. It might just be access for a month, but nonetheless, it's a great opportunity to give people a taste and they get to choose whether it's the right place for them or not. So uh, I hope that that's been helpful going through all of the things that I've learned in the past year about online memberships. Um, I must say, hanging out in my SOLID membership is hands down. My most favourite place to hang out and play on the internet. Um, I have the most incredible, incredible women in that program, and I'm so grateful for their vulnerability, their contribution, their you know their willingness to learn from each other, um, their willingness to ask the questions that really has me step forward and bring my best to the table, and um, and also really just. I'm so grateful that they trusted me to be that person and hold that container for them. Um, you know, the thing about memberships is people will come for the information but they will stay for the community and that that always rings true. Um, if you can create a beautiful community that is supportive and has the right combination of people in it, then you're going to have a very successful Long-lived membership, and um, I'm only one year in, and I feel like we're just getting started. Um, and on that note, I'd love to invite you. If you have been thinking about joining Solid, my Solid Business for Soul-led Women membership, then I'd love you to take a look at it. Jump on over to my website at SharonJoyCoaching.com and follow the links to Solid until 9 p.m. this coming Friday evening. I'm running a buy five, get one free special. Now, normally my program, my solid membership, you can buy one year upfront or you can be on a month-to-month subscription. However, for a limited time, I'm offering you to purchase five months upfront and get your sixth month absolutely free. That is a saving of $222. Uh, If you'd like to jump on in, please jump on over to the website website follow the links, you can join straight away. And if you've got a question, just pop me an email at hello at SharonJoyCoaching.com. Here's the thing, I only ever want to have the right people in the room. So if you're not sure if it's right for you, then please have a conversation with me. Last week, I ran my clarity challenge. And there were a couple of people who were in that group who the membership was not right for. And I told them that. However, there are other programs that I have that are just right for them. So even if SOLID perhaps isn't for you at this point in time, I guarantee that there's something that I can support you with, but that's the benefit of getting that program just right for the right people. So please don't hesitate to reach out. Let's have a conversation if you're interested in finding out more about SOLID. And I know I would love to see you in there. I hope that's been helpful. Have a beautiful week. And I hope to see you on the flip side in my solid membership, solid business for soul led women. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Joyous Journeys in Life and Business podcast. I'm your host, Sharon Joy. Jump on over to find me on the web at SharonJoyCoaching.com. This episode has been proudly brought to you by my solid membership, solid business for soul-led women. Check it out now over on the web at SharonJoyCoaching.com.